This new analysis shows that President Trump won the election. I'm Gage, and this is America Divided, 56 days after Election Day in America. Imagine that. 56 days ago, we were casting our votes on November 3rd. Here we are, tail end of December, you know, a few days left. The New Year is coming up. 2021 is right around the corner. And we literally are in the same spot we were on November 3rd. I say this all the time because it's it's 110% correct. Many of Americans think the election was stolen. It's as simple as that. Big tech can censor you and, and, and the media can say, no, it wasn't stolen. Biden won the election. Biden really got 80 million votes. But that doesn't really change the public's perception on the 2020 presidential election. They say that, uh, you know, if you say something over and over and over again, you will start to believe it. Now, that's usually what the media's excuse and, and what, uh, big tech's excuse is for why conservatives believe there was voter fraud. They tend to say that we've kind of brainwashed ourselves into believing that uh, Trump, this, in their eyes, a bad man, is kind of here destroying America and they're the saviors. You know, I don't really like to pick sides in the sense where I'm a conservative, I'm a Trump supporter, I'm going to be totally transparent with you. But at the same time, you know, I understand there's a lot of problems on the side of the GOP. But I also understand that there's a lot more problems on the side of the DNC. If you think about it, the DNC controls most entertainment that uh, you've watched. I think this is a great example uh, of this. You know, last week, for example, uh, Christmas, Christmas week. And, you know, you want to watch a Christmas movie, you turn on the TV and half the channels were in Spanish. They were playing Spanish channels. Uh, One of the most notable ones is uh, Freeform, which is owned by Disney, a very progressive uh, company. So they control a lot of the mainstream media. They control most of the networks, a majority of the networks, and they control essentially the information that we see on a daily basis. If we go on Facebook, nine times out of 10, their algorithm is set up in such a way where you can and can't see certain information. I think another great example of that would be the Hunter Biden laptop scandal. You couldn't find that on Facebook. You couldn't post a link. You couldn't post that on Twitter. It got deleted. In some cases, your account was banned. Sometimes permanently, sometimes for a couple hours, sometimes for a day. People call it the Facebook jail or the Twitter jail, but at the end of the day, it's, you know, it it really just comes down to censorship. They are censoring their users. They're afraid their users will use their minds and come to a conclusion on their own. You know, I believe a lot of these big tech companies and a lot of these mainstream media companies believe that the American people are stupid. And I believe that they think that they have a duty to point us in the right direction as if we're misguided, uh, for lack of a better words. And I think it's very despicable that we've let them get away with this. You know, if you really look at society nowadays, we've become so ingrained with technology. Most jobs require technology and you can't do it without technology. On a daily basis, people have cell phones, mobile smartphones and tablets and laptops, TVs. I honestly could not imagine a world without technology. My generation is practically grown up on what we consider technology today smartphones iphones galaxy phones tablets laptops high-powered computers that can do nearly anything you have the previous generations that grew up without that technology and they don't understand it per se those are the people that are running the country right now those are the people in in congress they don't understand what facebook is capable of doing they don't understand how much influence it has if facebook wanted to start this entire communist socialist propaganda campaign they could do it 
And they have billions of people around the world that, that would see it. A majority of Americans would see it if they really wanted to. My point with that being is that if you really look at the representation, the DNC controls majority of media and information. Whereas the GOP, you know, you might have a few channels like Newsmax and OAN and a few independent creators like myself and Tim Pool and Ben Shapiro, uh, Stephen Crowder. But other than that, you don't really have a whole lot of um, independent or even conservative related news or information. You have small pl- platforms like BitChute and Parler, which are kind of taking in popularity because of this entire censorship thing. But those platforms are nowhere near as big as, say, Google, YouTube, or Facebook. And the problem with that is that we're sitting here in an age where they basically hold a monopoly on information. And and that's the key word. There is information. You know, it's kind of crazy that we have, in some cases, these major corporations that are in some cases bigger and more influential than the government. You know, they have to follow laws, but the laws are so lenient. They don't care about the American people. And and they sit there, fifty even 56 days after the election, and they're just pushing this narrative that Joe Biden is president-elect Joe Biden. Many of our videos essentially get flagged as a false news and they they just they don't get distributed to half the people that should be seeing the videos the headline reads pennsylvania gop lawmakers say analysis finds presidential election numbers don't add up a group of pennsylvania lawmakers has claimed a troubling discrepancy between the number of votes counted and the number of voters who voted in the 2020 election, alleging that the certification of presidential election results was absolutely premature, unconfirmed, and in error. The Republican lawmaker said in a press release on Monday that their analysis is based on a comparison of official county election results to total number of voters who voted on November 3rd in Pennsylvania. They said that Department of state figures show that 6,962,607 total ballots were reported as being cast, while the DOS SURE system records indicate that only 6,760,230 total votes actually voted. I believe that that's, well, that is nearly enough to switch the the vote for for Trump. And that's a huge number of, of electoral college votes. But the reason that I'm pushing this out on my platform today is that I've asked this question before and I've I've made I've had people think about this before but you know you have it on such a, a scale like this in Pennsylvania. I mean, it's a matter of, you know, 200 almost 300,000 of, of vote difference. So you have it like that, right? In, in just one state, mind you. And this is only one case. I mean, there's tons of different cases. There's dead people that voted. There's people that didn't even live in the state that voted. There's so many so many different cases. This is just strictly more ballots were counted than recorded. That's that's all this is saying. And that's enough to sway the election. So let's say that happened in Michigan, where the, the lead is a million for Biden. Or let's say it happened in Arizona and Georgia, and Pennsylvania swayed as well. That's enough for Trump to win. You know, it's not far-fetched at all. In fact, it's very realistic. You know, I know the media likes to tell you that uh, it's all over for him, but you got to remember something. This is not a normal election year. 
This is not a normal, you vote on November 3rd, you know the night. This isn't a matter of, oh, you stay up till 3 a.m. in the morning when Alaska's called and, you know, you know who's going to be the commander-in-chief for the next four years. This year was different because we had something called mail-in votes, mail-in ballots. Now, regardless of what your opinion is on mail-in ballots, I know that they're very unsecure and they're very unreliable in some cases. You know, regardless of uh, if you believe these stories or not, uh, earlier this summer, there were a lot of cases of ballots going missing, Trump ballots being thrown out on the side of the road. There's this Rudy Giuliani video. He does a podcast called Common Sense. I was listening to it. And he had stated something in regards to how Joe Biden in one of these states, I forgive me, I forget the state, got 200 to 300,000 votes in a, in a matter of an hour. And Trump only got 3,000. Now, that's very unrealistic. And I'll tell you why. Because even in that same state, the lowest margin he was getting was 20 times that 3,000 mark number. And this is huge because this right here goes to show you that this election is not a normal one. And we knew for a very long time, I've known this since I was the host of the Midday Mumbles podcast earlier this year, that this election would probably go on and on and on till the last few days before inauguration. We even had a podcast where we talked about the scenario in which uh, Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, could or would become president. Let's say neither candidate had the Electoral College votes to win. And let's say there was nothing that happened. Let's say that they couldn't get the votes in in the House. And there were a lot of a lot of questions. I doubt that would happen, but it could. It's definitely in the Constitution. It's definitely constitutional. But here we are on December 29th. Only a few weeks from inauguration. And we're still here asking ourselves these questions. Questions such as, was there really voter fraud? Did Joe Biden get 80 million votes? Questions like that. And the media rather than having a conversation and explaining to their viewers, their millions of viewers, that these states are in dispute and there are questions to be asked, they just ignore it. And Big Tech tries to pick up the pieces by labeling stuff as false news. We have an America Divided group on Facebook and we get notified all the time of people posting false information. There was this documentary done by the Epoch Times, a documentary, mind you, a film done on voter fraud, talking about this year's voter fraud allegations. That got taken down on Facebook because of it being considered false information. A documentary, a film, that right there is telling me that there is so much censorship in this day and age. It's not an it was not a news video it was a document it was an hour long documentary on voter fraud and it got flagged and taken down why is that how does that make any sense it doesn't so essentially with all this news that's that's here there very well could be over a million votes that are considered fraudulent in Pennsylvania and Michigan and Georgia. Just those three states alone. Could be more. Could be a lot more. But if we take the information that we see here today, just off from this one case, and we say, oh, maybe it happened in, in Georgia. Let's adjust it for their population. And Michigan, same thing. What do we get? 
Nothing more than a load of voter fraud. Fraud, 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 fraud. Now, if you're seeing this video, you're lucky because I'm surprised Facebook hasn't taken this down. And maybe they have. But we need to ask ourselves these questions. And I recommend you do something. If you are living in a state that's in dispute, call your senators, call your state legislatures, and tell them that on January 6th, they must vote to throw those electoral college certifications out. This needs to go to a vote in the House of Representatives. This is no longer a matter of, hey, you know, Joe Biden didn't win the election. This is concrete evidence. When courts won't even take the case, when courts won't even allow Rudy Giuliani, the Trump campaign, to present their case in court, that is not fair law. That is not how the law works. That's not how the judicial system works. Okay. Joe Biden and his campaign, maybe not even Joe Biden, maybe Joe Biden wasn't affiliated in any way, shape, or form. Maybe it was independent parties. I doubt that, but could be. We need to investigate this and we need to know the truth and the American people deserve to know the truth. And without the truth, people will never, ever again trust the fair and free elections this country has. So I ask my viewers once more, please contact your state legislatures, your state senators, and tell them to get their thumbs out of their asses and stand for what's right. Stand for American democracy. Stand for the Constitution. Stand for America. Because if they don't, and Joe Biden takes office, I'll tell you what, do you like your freedoms today? I'm not saying that they're going to decide and rip the Constitution up in the first day, but they're going to try. And in some cases, they might succeed. If Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell is willing to turn against President Trump, what's to say he's not going to turn on the American people? The people that got him elected. I've been Gage, and I'm signing off.